After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are here to talk about TV commercials. The good ones, the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. We just did it. It was really dirty. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hello, Vives. Hello, Andrew. What's coming up today, my friends? It's all about the innuendo. Mm. Double entendres, Double triple entendres. entendres. How far up do we go? Quadruple entendres? The, it's entendres all the way down. Oh, my goodness. Now, I'm going to ask you a question that we we're talking about off air, just to clarify for the listeners. I feel like we've done things close to this before, but this is a new concept. Are you accusing me of going to the same well twice? No, because at first I thought that this was a concept that we did. Because like, it's probable that I did. I mean, we've been doing this show for, what What number is this? This is episode number 242. Yeah, we've we're been doing like it for several five. years. They're cranking out new commercials. It's okay if we go back to old concepts and fill it in with new content, but it turns out we haven't actually done this. Like, yeah, this is a twist. Years ago, we did one that was like using sex to sell products. That's different. We've talked about sex sex to sell unsexy products. We've mm-hmm. talked about commercials that rely on uh, naughty wordplay. Mm-hmm. This is its own tiny, weird subgenre of genre. genre. <laughs> <laughs> of that, of of sort of playing with the idea of, of sexiness uh, for a non-sexual product, um, but it's a trope that I've been noticing uh, more and more, and and it's there are actually a couple out right now that really rely on it. And it's this idea of like referring elliptically to something that could be either dirty or risque or off color in some way, but it turns out it's just your cable service mm-hmm. or whatever, you mm-hmm. know. Okay, um, and then also the Ad Council. What's in there? Oh, uh, we've got some good stuff in the Ad Council. It was very, uh, it was cool to see everybody on Facebook this week. Um, some news in the Malcolm for the Malcolm Barrett files that we can get Ooh, to. Oh, our yeah. favorite guy, our favorite guy. Um, I feel like we'd be friends, <laughs> probably. Um, and then there's a uh, there's a thirsty fame whore out there who <gasps> made it into the news. Whoa, language. <laughs> thirsty fame whore. Yeah. Well, no? I, I think the, I think if the shoe fits, <laughs> all right. If the, if the green screen fits, I actually have no idea what you're talking about, so I'm interested in hearing that story. Thanks for doing the show today. Let's get sexy. What do you say? Turns out the knack writes all kinds of songs that sound exactly alike. <laughs> <laughs> like I guess I, I mean that's pro- I don't know if yeah. I shouldn't say that because the knack is probably pretty beloved, right? Were they in, kind of instrumental? I, I mean, I'm gonna take it. I assume that this is the band that does My Sharona. Yes, because it sounds like My exactly, Sharona. Exactly right. Yeah. Remember, they, they were a little bit of a one-trick pony. <laughs> we ran into this one time before when I played that song. The bird is the word. Oh, but that's right. that same band does another song about like pigeons or something. Yeah, it's it, exactly the same. Yeah, it's like the pigeon is the term that you need. Like, okay, well, speaking of going to the same well, <laughs> the 
pigeon is the term that you need. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what are we starting with today? Well, I want to start with um, the, the <laughs> to my mind, the greatest example of the, the idea that I'm talking about here. We've certainly talked about these before, but I'm never sad to revisit it. Oh, um, and I'm so, you're a slinger, aren't I'm you? I'm so bummed that Sling TV, this is like a streaming service that's, you know, cut for cord cutters, I, I think, um, is that they dumped... Well, I should say, I don't know that they dumped Megan Mullally and Nick Offerman, but they certainly uh, moved on to a new spokesperson. And um, Maya Rudolph was that for a while. I think they might have someone new. But why would you give up on Megan and Nick? This was such a perfect campaign. They're married in real life. They're sort of unabashedly like a little dirty in real life. They're so great. They're both such funny and talented actors. I think their podcast is something like... uh, Megan and Nick in bed or something. Yeah, right? I mean, like they, every, they, they're they're always making innuendos. Absolutely, it's like their whole brand, and they're so good at it. Um, so I'm just—I know we've played this one before, but uh, if you're listening to the show, then some part of then I then I assume that you like me also never get tired of hearing this ad. They're they're sitting at a um, they're they're kind of cutting between them on their couch and them at a cafe where they're talking to another couple and trying to talk them into becoming slingers. Let me ask you this, you know, it just occurred to me, you said this is a cafe and this whole time without even really putting words to my thoughts, I was assuming that this was a cafe specifically that's probably at a resort. I get some sort of resort vibe. They're outdoors. Oh, like you one see- of those 21 plus Resorts like we went maybe, to, yeah, where we see, thought maybe it was going to be for swingers. See how the, it's all outside, but even the bar is outside as well. Like I definitely get kind of like resorty vibes. Well, from that's this. true, but that's also what LA looks like. Yeah, that's kind of true. Okay, let's take a listen. Wondering how mommy and daddy keep it fresh. We're slingers. You heard that right, boss. We sling. Hey, kids, want to sling with us? The freedom <laughs> is exhilarating. Woo! Nick, Megan. Oh, hey, Greg. We talked about this, right? I remember. Okay, thank you. Methinks the Mater D doth protest too much. <laughs> okay, my favorite line is coming up and it involves beanbags. That's my. I tried to pull it for a shit like this, but it wasn't. It just didn't quite work. But here we go. Folks, we've got a big couch that will fit all four of us. We could beanbag it if that's more your jazz. <laughs> Millions are doing it. Sling TV is the live TV you love. So they make the picture. They cut back to these guys here in a second, I think. With Sling, it's easy to watch your favorite live TV, like college football, without the long-term contracts. So start slinging the live TV you love for $25 a month. They ended up coming over for some pretty intense slinging. They always do. To watch her laugh at the end is so great. They're America's favorite couple. They are certainly my favorite couple. I adore them. And and I love I just love everything about that. And it really feels like sometimes we see an ad where they put a funny person in front of the camera and they let them go wild, you know, within some broadly defined script or pitch. And what you what you get from that is sort of a mishmash of punchlines, things that sound like punchlines. Or are, you know, have the cadence of punchlines but really don't make any sense as jokes. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if this is one of those examples where that was done but to great effect. Yeah. You know, where they just let them kind of do their thing. And they're likable. That's why I like this this, um, trend, or I guess it's been going on forever, but, you know, like the middle ditchiness of like, oh, our spokesperson is also really annoying and in your face. And that's kind of what they end up doing with Maya Rudolph, right? Yeah, they made her sort of unlikable. I think we might have even included her in the show where we talked about 
unlikable spokespeople. Or, or like uh, commercials that make us dislike people right. that we otherwise would really love. So Slingers, obviously, I think, is the gold standard. Mm-hmm. But that idea of like alluding to something that sounds like it's sex or sounds mm-hmm. like it's something naughty um, is getting a workout. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I mean, that sounds exhibit dirty. A, uh, this is for, I mean, I almost feel like I shouldn't tell you what the product is for because that's oh, the big yeah. reveal. Maybe you shouldn't. Um, all right. Well, so this is for a product. Okay. And this is uh, mo- it's going to be a montage of people, right? Yes. Some of them sitting in their homes talking directly to the camera. We do it every night. Every night. I live alone, but I still do it every night. Right after dinner. Definitely after meatloaf. Like clockwork. Do it. Run your dishwasher every night with oh. Cascade Platinum. A load with as few as eight dishes is all it takes to save water. An Energy Star certified dishwasher uses less than four gallons per cycle, while a running sink uses that every two minutes. So do it. Run your dishwasher every night with Cascade Platinum, the surprising way to save water. One thing I should have mentioned is that, you know, it's a range of couples, mostly younger, but one of them is, I guess, in this case, comedically old. Hilariously old. Right, yeah. Um, and, a, and a single woman as well. But am I wrong? Cascade has always been so horny. Oh, that's right. right. That's Cascade. Because that was the one that wanted to have the foursome back in the 80s. Wow. Cascade. Who is running that? Who's running that company? I don't know. Some kind of dirty bird. I guess. Well, a dirty pigeon is the term you're looking for. (laughs) (laughs) What is next on the list? All right. Well, there is a certain sameness because this trope really does um, kind of invite one kind of one kind of commercial where people just talk to the camera and mm-hmm. say things that could have a double meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, this is for a company called Rug Doctor, which, excuse me, but if your name is Rug Doctor, like you're halfway to a dirty <laughs> joke already, in my opinion. Um, so you got a couple um, sort of, you know, young, white, moderately attractive, talking directly to the camera. It does raise a good question. Like if you were... Let's say that Rug Doctor, which is a real product, made T-shirts, right? Yes. And you put them in I'm like the Rug Doctor, and you put them on display in like a right. boardwalk. Sure, next a to boardwalk female gift body shop. inspector, yes. and would they sell? <laughs> and you, if you get the rug, the actual Rug Doctor like logo, right? Yeah, I, would yes. It, would it sell? Okay, sorry to uh, get in the way of this commercial. I like to do it right before his mother comes over. She does. My parents do it like once every year, and they send me outside. We just did it. It was really dirty. Do it with a rug, doctor, and you won't believe how good it feels. Your carpet may look clean, but deep down, it's hiding contaminants it filters from the air. Oh, my God. That's why you should deep clean with rug, doctor, at least once a year. Watching that steam cleaner <laughs> clean that rug is that's, like sex. That's the real porn. Holy That's cow. the power washing porn. Do they come back to any of these couples? Should I hit play again? Uh, there might be. A, a lot of these kinds of commercials tend to like to have a little funny tag because they're such a they're so jokey to begin with right okay let me continue this with rug doctor at least once a year clean deeper feel better with rug doctor clean sometimes deeper. i do it by myself and i watch <laughs> that's really dirty i know there's they, they can never lay off of the i do it my by myself but jokes then and i'll watch is a nice that's a what is that a triple entendre i'll give it i'm 
not using that correctly. I'm just trying to create a, uh, a scale here. That's pretty good. I mean, I got to say, it's funny, though. Like, yeah, these things are very, very similar to Cascade. I think the Rug Doctor one probably better. I actually give Rug Doctor a lot of credit. I think that it, so it was well executed. I mean, again, there's a pretty narrow band within this theme mm-hmm. to, in which to execute. But I think Rug Doctor does a nice job. I like the, the, the sexy music. That they've added to it, they really lean into the whole idea. In the Barry White, the voice. Barry White voice. I will say though, as somebody, and I know that like I'm a little obsessed with cleaning, but it is not just me or the cleaning obsessed who do really enjoy seeing a deep clean like that. When that that image of a, of a carpet being dragged, and you just see the difference between yeah. what's dirty and no, what's I, clean. And then, honestly, dumping the... You wouldn't think that it would be appealing to show them dumping the dirty water out, but there's something about seeing the dirty water that is the result of you cleaning that is also appealing. You know what that reminds me of? Do you mm. remember the product called Biore? You were never a teenage girl, so you may not. Um, but when I was a teenage girl, there was this product um, that was like to help you clean out the pores on oh, your face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they based their whole, so you would, it was like this stiff strip that had sort of like a, an adhesive or something in it that you got wet, you put it on your nose, typically over the bridge of your nose, mm-hmm. you let it dry, and then you peel it off, and it would essentially empty out your pores. Yes, I think I remember this. And their whole ad campaign was, not everybody likes to look at what comes out, but, you know, but... We know a lot of you do, and it was sort of leaning into that. Like this was long before Doctor Pimple Popper was a thing, mm-hmm. but there, you know, there is a a quality or an enjoyment that many people, and I will raise my hand here and say myself included, can kind of get from like seeing the results of mm-hmm. something like that. Like I would, I use those Biore strips, and when you saw like the little. What came out of the pores on your skin? Yeah. It was sort of satisfying yeah, in a here. gross way. Let me see if I found this here. Target system. It seeks out dirt Ooh. and blackheads for the deepest clean possible. <laughs> it looks like a cactus. You're it. Ugh. Sorry about the sound quality there. Clearly, I didn't test it ahead of time. But yeah, she peels it off her head and says, oh, it's like a cactus. Yeah. So there is something really satisfying, I think, in a visceral way about seeing the results. Uh, of a cleaning process. And so this um, Rug Doctor commercial spun off little sequels? Yeah, I think we already heard the mother-in-law joke, but just hit the anniversary one. Okay, so... It's that same... It's a different couple this time. Okay, let's see here. Last year on our anniversary, I woke him up to do it. It was filthy. How often do you rug doctor? Mm -hmm. Your carpet is a huge air filter, and it's important that you deep clean it at least once a year. Clean deeper. Feel better with Rug Doctor. Mm. Uh, we got to get one of those. <laughs> well, do you buy it or do you rent it? Oh, I assumed you bought it. No? Oh, I don't know. I just, when I was growing up, if you cleaned your carpet, it was done by a rental. Oh, I don't know. Well, Hannah Brooks Olson, my co-host on Spotless, which everybody should check out if you like uh, commercials like that. It's not a commercial podcast. It's about cleaning. Um, she bought herself a little steam cleaner recently. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe um, that's the new thing. Maybe you don't rent them anymore. I don't know. Um, okay. What else do we got? Uh, let's see. What comes after Rug Doctor? You got something called Book of the Month. Oh, yeah. So Did I give it away by saying that? That's okay. I mean, the the joke, we, we you're all going to know. You're going to know from, from Jump that um, nothing we're playing is actually about sex or anything naughty. This is kind of interesting. It's the same trope. It's the same idea. But it's not about sex. It's about something else that's sort of, um, I don't know, taboo. Okay. Let's take a listen. 
really oh wait should we mention these are two women in the bathroom it looks like in a public bathroom standing by the sink and mirrors talking to each other yeah it's going to be the same basic premise as the others where you have a montage of different people uh saying what they do okay. uh, or how often they they do it um but they're all women which i think is noteworthy okay here we go i really look forward to getting mine every month Okay. I just started mine. Dude, me too. We're synced. You still get it, Grandma? Sure do. It's so heavy, I cried. It's happening again. I'd invite you up, but I just got my book of the month. Book of the month. <laughs> Choose from five new books and get your favorite delivered to you monthly. I actually, I wish I hadn't said Book of the Month before because I am so dumb. I have the uh, brain of a fish. I actually forgot. I got so sucked into this that I forgot that it was going to be a Book of the Month. That's a pretty good payoff. I like the payoff, and I think it's really clever, and I think it takes what is a pretty worn trope, actually, this like, ooh, it. It's not yeah. sex. It's whatever product. I think it's really clever to take that basic trope but think about it from a woman's perspective. And I mean, you know, I'm sure that women are by and large the uh, target audience for Book of the Month. So let me ask you this, though, in that establishing shot, the two women in the public restroom and she says, I look forward to getting mine once a month. And the other woman says, OK, and gives her some side eye. How did they get to it? How did they get there? Why would that woman give her side eye if she knew they were talking about Book of the Month? Yeah, I think that it the narrative falls apart if you if you investigate it too closely okay um you know that's it maybe she wasn't talking to that woman and she was talking to her someone in her blue oh maybe she had okay there you go i'll accept that lie to me baby <laughs> lie to me uh all right so what else do we got going on here all right so this these are so far over we're back to the it is sex but okay. it's not really sex um kind of idea but these are for two different video game uh, I guess one of them's for a video game, one of them's for a video game uh, console. Con- console. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, to me, took the joke too far. Like, it's just, it's sort of like, I don't know, it's it's just, it's more, it's 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 more, it goes too far somehow. Like, okay. I'm, I'm not... Are you I, clutching pearls? I'm clutching my pearls. It's not that I'm shocked or, or like titillated by this it just seems hacky mm-hmm. and because it's so over the top i'm just not very impressed by it um this is uh all this spokesperson here is a a very attractive woman she's wearing a uh, she appears to be some kind of doctor she has on like a white coat and i think mm-hmm. a stethoscope so she's sort of signaling that she's a doctor but as she's giving her spiel here she kind of like crawls towards the camera in a sexy way so yep. keep in mind like this really looks very porny yes okay I know you've already done it today, and I bet you really enjoyed yourself. How many times did you do it yesterday? Are you afraid you're doing it too often? In your bedroom under the blankets? Or perhaps you prefer the kitchen? Or on the toilet? Or do you like it out in the garden? Well, you know what? You no longer have to feel ashamed. Everybody's doing it because it's fantastic. And now you can keep going all Don't you like that? You don't even need to stop. And if you want to, you could even join me. She pulls out her PlayStation Vita remote play device. Starts playing video games. 
I really wondered Wait, if she's playing there, Animal Crossing. Yeah, I don't know what you can play Animal Crossing on. Um, like, I wonder if that didn't. I don't think that aired in the states. It doesn't have the feel of something that aired in the states. It's also a weird time. That thing times out to like forty-eight seconds long. That might have been an online only, maybe. Either that. I I would even say it's possible that it was on spec and isn't a real mm, commercial. I couldn't find any defin- definitive evidence one way or the other. Mm. Um, she does have a British accent. Yeah, but, you know, could be for any number of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I get the sense that that's not something that aired in the U.S. I see. Um, if at all. Mm-hmm. But I do think it was kind of interesting that, like, so that was uh, PlayStation. Okay. And then this next one is for an Xbox product, specifically Call of Duty. But it's, like, the identical script, except that it's, like, a, sort of a... An old, an old man, mm. a non-sexy old man. Okay, let's take a listen to this. They could have had fun with duty, but no. <laughs> that would have been Everyone an interesting place it. to take it. Guys are doing it with girls, and girls are doing it with other girls. Some get together in groups and do it. I remember Some go story. online and do it with complete strangers. Some like deeper penetration when they do it. Some people get scared and pull out right in the middle of doing it. Sometimes when people do it for the first time, they don't last so long. Sometimes when people do it alone for too long, their hands cramp up. Some people just like to watch other people doing it. Some people have steady aim and others just spray everywhere. Some people like to do it hardcore. Some people like to be all chatty Cathy when they do it. Sons of do it so loud they keep up the neighbors. Sometimes my dog likes to watch me do it. Some people go into domination mode, and that's some freaky deaky shit. I've heard there's over 20 million people doing it now, so it's safe to say that everyone is doing it. Modern Warfare call, 2. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I think I speak for the nation when I say... Oh, won't somebody please think of the children? That's kind of funny, though. I mean, in a way, because it's so unrelenting, it kind of gets funnier as it goes on. I yeah, think. I think it gets a little bit funnier as it goes on. Um, but it's also... they they They're so committed to making it just as filthy as possible that... To me, what when these work well, it's because the it's a it's a teasing double entendre. Mm-hmm. It's not they're not like you know you're not just like reading search terms from Pornhub, right? Although, but I mean, they did have to, and for the most part, I think achieved it. Draw the parallels between the usage in this particular sure. case, right? I mean, um, yes, it, you can you can understand how they all. They all pretty much go line back up. to the game. I think the it's pretty dog funny. watching. I think is specious, but <laughs> my dog likes to watch me do it. Uh, what about also? I the one that made me laugh out loud is I think the most specious. But I think he's talking about like firing the gun in the game when he says some people have good aim control, others just spray, spray it all it over everywhere. the place. <laughs> that was pretty That's funny. That's pretty good. Uh, all right, should we check in with the old ad council? Sure. You can always tell when I'm having trouble finding audio because I will start. Like stretching slowly. out words. Should we check out the old friendly? <laughs> how do you do? <laughs> Ad council. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. 
really zipping through nap time here, not even to the half hour mark. So uh, might you might have to might be a shorty. You might have to stretch out your words too. You know, nobody will ever accuse us of adding the audio later. That's one good thing about the way we run this show. It's so sloppy. Well, yeah, well, that, that's why we're able. That is why this show is at the low, low price of free. <laughs> you almost got a little defensive there against a against an imaginary detractor. <laughs> you sound. I'm a. You're detracting. <laughs> All right. So, what do we got? All right. Well, I wanted to say thank you to listener Lisa because she wrote in about Malcolm Barrett, about whom you gave me. Um, a quiz, or no? I'm sorry, not a quiz. It was a ranking game. You, yeah, we. I asked you to rank the Malcolm Barrett commercials, but the real problem there was, and I don't know if she's going to get into this, if Lisa's going to get into this, but it sounds. I found a whole list of commercials from major brands that he was in, but I couldn't find the tape. Well, I think those are still lost no. uh, to posterity. Oh. But Lisa does write that uh, they. She said we enjoyed Timeless on NBC, a Malcolm Barrett vehicle. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, it was canceled. Genevieve, as a Malcolm Barrett fan, you should check it out. It might be available on Hulu. I will check it out. I remember this show when it came out on you know on TV, like on network television. And that would this have been after Better Off Ted? Probably yes, because this was in like the, this was in 2016 to 2018. Okay. okay. So I'm going to read the description of it to you, and I think when you hear the description, you'll understand why I didn't check it out on its first run okay. because it sounds hilarious. Timeless is an American science fiction television series that premiered on NBC on October 3rd, 2016. It stars Abigail Spencer, Matt Lanter, and Malcolm Barrett as a team that attempts to stop a mysterious organization from changing the course of history through time travel. Hmm. And I remember these commercials, and the commercials were, like, pretty ridiculous, and it was like... Oh no, if we don't get back, he's going to steal George Washington's false teeth. <laughs> you know, it was like it was like these hilarious, you know, sort of like you know, very uh very obvious points in history and like very sort of silly problems mm-hmm. if, I, if I'm recalling correctly. So I am excited to go check it out though based on your recommendation, Lisa. Um finally uh, although NBC canceled the series after one season, it was renewed three days later following negotiations uh, oh. with Sony Pictures. The 10-episode season ran until NBC then canceled the series again, <laughs> but then they ordered a two-part finale to conclude the series, which oh, I think is a nice. nice gesture. Sure, they can I think, afford it. I think it should be written into the contracts of all se- like shows that are, you know, like... Ser- like a serial, you mm-hmm. know, that, are, that has like a, an overarching plot that they get... A one, at least a one-hour finale. Unless you're canceled because you're a jerk in some way. Yeah, if like you get, if you get Roseanne like, Barr, if you get, get canceled, that. like Twitter canceled, yeah. then you're canceled. Right, right. Like Twitter canceled. Um, I would check that. I mean, you know, the description is not that much more ludicrous than any kind of, I guess, straight-faced description of some of the stuff we watch. It's always in the execution, right? Yeah, I just remember this. I remember the commercials, and they seemed, like, very silly. Yeah, yeah. But I'm excited to check but it again, out. But again, I love him, and if it's a little bit campy, like, I don't know, he can carry some camp. Yeah, also, during quarantine, my bar is super low. I have gone through all of the Tier 1 television at this point. It is amazing. There is so much stuff out there that I am not watching because all I do is play video games and maybe <laughs> half watch it if you're in the room and then you do it by yourself. I do it by myself. And then a couple of days ago I'm like, you know what? I want to put something on. 
I'm going to start rewatching The Americans again, which is a fantastic show. It's one of my, I think it was. Andrew likes to watch The Americans while he does it. <laughs> See, anyone can do this. Andrew, Andrew likes to do it more than once. <laughs> um, but uh, it's just like there's so much out there for me. And The Americans is not an easy show to watch. Even on second viewing, you have to really pay attention. A lot of it's in Russian with subtitles, um, a lot of names going by quickly. So you'd think if I'm sitting down to watch something with my attention, with my full attention span, I would be exploring new TV. What is broken about me, Genevieve? Start with just the TV thing. <laughs> well, we're all looking for comfort. Yeah. You know, comfort food is, or comfort viewing, I guess, is, uh, I mean, that's what we all want right now. Yeah, somehow going back to something, just like I'm intimidated by TV, like, again, with my attention span and like. If I get bored of an Americans in the middle, I can hit pause and go do something and come back. And it's it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel as like there's as much pressure. Whereas if there's some new series out like this, Perry Mason, also starring Matthew Reese, by the way, which I'm interested in just because it's Perry Mason and Matthew Reese. If you said, hey, sit down and watch this with me, I'd feel trapped. I'd be like, I don't know if I can make that time commitment. Yeah. So I go in the other room and I watch the Americans for the same amount of time. Yeah, but it doesn't require you because if you leave the room yeah. or you stop paying attention for a second, you you know the broad strokes of what's going to happen. Yeah. So it, it is different. Yeah. Um, I'm liking the Perry Mason. You are? How yeah. far into it are you? Well, there's only been one episode and it's oh, HBO, okay. so it's not like they drop them all at once. Oh, okay. That's interesting. And so it'll be like a full 10 episode series or something, I assume, assume? so, yeah. Oh, 10 episodes. God, in the 80s, 10 episodes was not a full season. Weirdly, you know. It was not even half a season. You know, Cops was canceled recently. Cops are canceled, and Cops was canceled recently. It was Twitter related. canceled. They're Twitter canceled and regular canceled. And so we looked, and it ran for something like 32 seasons, and each season had 32 episodes or something along those lines. Yeah. I mean, there are more cops than grains of sand in the world. And it's run for, you said, uh, did you say how long 32 seasons, I want to say. God, I mean, it's just insanity. like, they were just so much. And the funny thing is, is the TV show that parodies it, Reno 911, Right? Yeah, Reno yeah. 911. Um, I almost feel like there are so many of those, too, and nowhere near as many. But it's a sim- somehow they've almost been able to parody the the disposable nature of the real cops show in a way. Because I feel like every time you turn on Reno 911, it's one that I feel like I've never seen before yet. I feel like I've been watching it my whole life. Yeah, I think that's true. I think what the reason that Reno 911 was such a successful parody of an existing product is that cops, which I've only seen... I've never seen a whole episode of I'm as I'm I'm familiar with it in the way that every American is familiar with it because I just is you know by osmosis I absorbed some of it in the popular culture. Mm-hmm. But my sense about Cops the show is that it was a, essentially sketch comedy. You know, that was intended to be watched and enjoyed in the same way that sketch comedy is enjoyed which is like these little vignettes yeah you laugh at the you know for a second i got confused because i thought you were saying that cops was sketch comedy well i am saying that. oh you are saying that you're yeah. not talking about reno 911 you're talking about oh just like as far as attention span and yeah and whatever. the way it's meant to be enjoyed oh, is that it's it functions like each each little you know takedown or bust or oh. kicking open a door or whatever it is they do and you know whatever poor sad sack there you know is being exploited on on camera i was reading the descriptions it's kind of like a homeless man thinks he can get away after he's caught standing on the corner like so many of them are about harassment yeah except for the fact that there's not really a punchline there yeah that's just a sketch yeah it maybe it wasn't designed to be sketch comedy although i think a lot of people did use it to laugh at people yeah but I can. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's it's structurally sketches. Yeah, I can see that. So I yeah. think that's why Reno 911 was such a 
a successful parody. And you know that the um, people who sang the famous um, theme song to that show also have a song that goes, misbehaving children, misbehaving children, (laughs) where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Okay. Uh, What else do we have in the Ad Council? Um, Okay. So we'll we'll make a date with Timeless. Um, This is from listener DDH, and it is also a commercials in the news. Um, DDH writes, I've been here too long meaning the Facebook group. Okay. People are talking about the about the Jaw Rule ad, and I debated if it even hits the same weight class as boots and pants. Boots and pants and boots and pants. So now, do you know what I mean by the Jaw Rule ad? I don't. So this hasn't come across your transom. No, but sometimes I'm just dumb about that stuff. This definitely hit my, uh, you know, social media feeds. Okay. Um, jaw Rule, he of the uh, Fire Festival debacle, is back. And he is back doing a commercial for some local, uh, some L.A.-based Greek restaurant called Papa Christo's. Okay. And the way he did this, and I've seen how he did it because uh, he's done now the making of this commercial Mm -hmm. because it's become so viral. Uh, I just feel like he's opportunistic in a certain way. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good word for it. (laughs) Ja Rule is... Barely cognizant of what he's advertising, but he's doing it enthusiastically, I guess. Okay. Um, so he's just standing in front of a green screen and doing an ad for this local Greek restaurant in LA, but he can't pronounce any of the foods. He says the address wrong. He can't even put boulevard in the right place in the sentence uh, of where their address is. But it's so it's so bad that it's funny. Now, did this definitely air on television, or did they make it so bad knowing it would go viral online? Where it, whether it aired on television or not, I couldn't tell you. Okay. Um, but it. Uh, let me see how many seconds is it? Can you scroll? It's up? about a minute nine. It says here, yeah. which makes it not exactly a, a commercial length, and it does look like. Yeah, you know what? If this is a minute nine, see that's where I haven't even seen it yet. But that's where I get a little bit like. It is somewhat knowing. Make a terrible thing and then put it online. Well, why don't you play it and then I'll okay. explain the genesis. Of okay, it. let's take a listen. So he's in, he's wearing, I should say, a black T-shirt that says "I heart grease" on it, and then in the green screen in the background we see um, like shots of the exterior of the building, then the foods he's talking about, right. etc. Okay, here we go. Slap your mama! Pop Christos got the best mother gyros, gyros. You ever? Ain't your life so good? Take one, think to You got to have Peter's. Peter's! Pop Cristo Peter's! They got everything. I'm gonna just give you a rundown of some of my favorites. They got tzatziki. Oct- oh, hold on. Octopod tequila. Well, uh, whatever, but it's good. Abolai mono soup. I don't know how to pronounce it either, and I always order it. And they got wine too. I'm telling you. Come on down to Papa Cristo's. You can't even pronounce the food. It's so good. Show them what you're working with, Papa. Show them how you do it. Hey, Papa. Hey, where are you? Papa Fish, are you Okay. Here? Now it's taken a change. Now we have uh, the floating head of Pop. I assume, Papa Cristo uh, DJing, uh, superimposed on a DJ. And, and again, some sort of weird green screeny kind of effect. We're now in a club where people are dancing to this DJ's music. Papa, Papa, Papa Cristo, are you here? Come on down to Papa Cristo, 2771 West Boulevard Pico. Or you can call right now and get it delivered. Papa Cristo, ooh, make you want to do the dance. 
Opa! Hmm. So a hot mess. And kind I think of. it and I think it feels it just, very deliberate to it me. It feels very deliberate and, and you would be right because um, his wacky low budget commercial for the Greek restaurant was actually a new TB for a new TB, TBS reality show, celebrity show off where stars compete with each other to create compelling content in order to attract YouTube views. Yeah, yeah. So this is like a thing that I've been seeing advertised this show, celebrity show off. Um, where it's just like these thirsty fame whores uh, ah. doing all of their, like, you know, trying to trying to do some sort of viral content from home because they've been quarantined, of course, so they can't be doing things like, you know, on sets and whatnot. So it's just these, like, I mean, Ja Rule is, like, probably they're, like, the perfect archetype of who these celebrities are who are just doing, like, the dumbest shit to get, YouTube views. So is Papa Christo's a real place? Yeah, I think the the restaurant is real. Oh, okay. But he's making this as a entry into this contest yeah, show. Exactly. Okay, that I makes suspect- so much sense. That that did not seem like something that would have aired on TV. I, yeah, I, I don't think it did. Although I don't, I don't know how it was distributed. But um, like at one point, the viewer or the listeners here didn't see it. But like when he starts, he's like, "I'm going to read to you some of the uh, foods that are available." He pulls out his phone and starts right. reading them off his phone. I mean, it's clear that he knew what he was doing, and nothing wrong with that. But I just want to make it clear that it's not like he's not trying here. He knows right. very much what he's doing. It seems like he's really, really um, trying to lean into his brand as someone who does things in a very half-assed way. Yeah, I guess so. Which and that, is, in order for them to go viral. Honestly, shame recognized game on that one because <laughs> that's kind of been my MO for a while now, too. Um, but it does look like here's Papa Christo's. It is, boy, I'll bet you they are getting a lot of business or at least getting a lot the of... The food uh, actually did look pretty appetizing. It looked good. I want a gyro so bad I know. Right I was thinking now. maybe we could order gyros. Oh, Yeah. Oh, I see. And then when you go to their website, they it's a big cross-promotion for celebrity show-off here. Okay, right. that's interesting. I wonder, it would be nice to think that maybe Papa Christo's is actually some restaurant that he frequents and thought like, well, yeah. if I'm going to do this dumb, this dumb fame grab, maybe I could like throw a little love to my favorite Greek restaurant. But how do you say that, because every time I order, I love Avgalamono. this. How is it? Avgalamono. Avgalamono? Yeah. I've got to remember that. I've got Lamono. It's that lemon soup that you get in mm, Greek Yeah, lemon rice. and rice. Oh, it's so good. And good for you, I assume, being <laughs> a very heavy, creamy soup with rice in it. Um, so tasty. It's so tasty, though. But I always feel like a loser because I'm always like, I'll take it. Because I think the first 20 times I asked him, how do you pronounce it? And then I couldn't repeat it back because it just goes by so quickly. So then I just stopped asking. Then I'm like, I'll have the lemon soup, please. And I feel, <laughs> they okay. don't care. I know, but I'd like I to I always know. get it at... Um, uh, what's the place we we like to get it at on the on the Ave there? Oh, um, all I can think of now is Christos. Uh, what I can't think of the name of it. Anyway, it's, it's a good, good place. Yeah, I we will go back there and sit in the window seat when we're allowed to again. Um, okay, what else we got? All right, um, last one. This is from listener Rachel, and I'm so glad Rachel that you brought this commercial up. Um, she said this is definitely my favorite uh, series of quarantine commercials, and she included uh, this is for Smirnoff the vodka. Um, and I've seen a bunch of these now. There are at least four out there. Uh, this is one. I actually hadn't seen this one, so thank you for sharing it, Rachel, from Meg, uh, the soccer star Megan Rapino. Um, and she's just uh, talking directly to the camera. And as you're hearing her describe what she wishes she could be doing right now, you're seeing her act it out. Okay. By the way, I, I'll bet you a million times. You just told me today that it's pronounced Rapin. Uh, how is it pronounced? Rapino. Rapino. 
I think I always pronounce that wrong on the show. So my apologies to everyone. <laughs> Megan. It's me, Megan. I know. We were going to win and shake hands. Yeah, other people's hands. But for right now, Mm-mm. hang out from home. Stay in and count your trophies. You can do it for America. So this is Smirnov's whole campaign is they have famous people um, imagining what they wish they could have been doing this summer mm-hmm. and then everything everybody and I don't know how they shot these because they are actually like shaking hands with people and being in you know being not socially distant from people for these these uh, fantasy scenes. Yeah that's what I was going to say and I wonder if this is a phase two situation or have these been around well, for a while. Well they're pretty new. Um, well then maybe that's why like as things are slowly like you you can be around five people in this one shot there's only five people like there's three people in this Yeah one, let's just give Smirnoff the benefit of the doubt that since they're telling everybody to stay home that they did this in some kind of mm-hmm. medically responsible way. I like the Megan Rapino one. My favorite though um, there's there, of the four I've seen there's Megan Rapino, um, Dave Batista. You know who he is, right? Uh, he's a former wrestler who is now an actor in yes. space. He's the actor in space. That's yes, right. He's, he's in Groot's Guardians. friend. Yep. Or, yeah. Or, yeah well, he he's, I mean, they're all friends. Yeah, but Groot is paired up with one of them. Oh, Groot and the raccoon are yes. real good buds. But yeah, anyway, I knew enough. <laughs> you were so close. On the Andrew scale, that was like Yeah, he's in A+. Guardians of the Galaxy. Is exactly, the movie you were looking yes. for there. He's also now, I mean, he's clearly... On the uh, sort of the rock John Cena, he's mm-hmm. like the next in that line mm-hmm. of of uh, former wrestlers turned uh, actors. I guess I have to name check Jesse Ventura there if you're gonna talk about re- actor wrestlers turned actors. Is he a big actor? I knew well, he, he was, was a in governor. Uh, well, he was sure in. Um, oh, was he in Predator? Predator. Or oh yeah. wow, I forget the original Predator in the eighties. Oh right. wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, I think he did a few other things mm. too. Um, so I like the Dave Bautista one. I like there's one by um, an actress named Diane Guerrero, who I think is an Orange is, Orange is the New Black. Also from Orange is the New Black is Laverne Cox, who is amazing. And she is like fully decked out in this blue, bright blue fur jacket and like this denim, like these denim, sort of like a denim bustier and hot pants. And she's like strutting through a crowd in her American flag boots mm-hmm. and talking about what she wished she was going to be doing this summer. Laverne, girl, I know you want to show off your gag-worthy denim-on-denim look. But right now, don't do it from your phone. Duck walk to the kitchen. Hang out from home for America. It's <laughs> pretty good. I'm just really enjoying these. And I, I applaud uh, Smirnoff for kind of seizing the moment in a really fun way. Is I you know the um, website is now suggesting that I watch the Batista one? Can I hit play on this since we have time? Sure. And it's relatively short. So this one is um, Hangout from Home. Dave's inner monologue. Dave, it's me, Dave. I know you want to shimmy in the sun with all your friends, but right now, <laughs> seriously, don't. Hang out from home, where pants are optional. You can- they do a really good job of having these all. Um, like all the color and set design. I mean, it's all America based. Like they're all wearing some sort of um, stars and stripes kind of get up, which is, and then everybody in the background is either wearing red, white, or blue or whatever. And it's like the cohesiveness of that is something that I really appreciate. Yeah, they're visually beautiful and uh, and fun and engaging. They're super quick. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they're even 15 seconds. Uh, were there any others that you wanted to play? I think that's it. Okay. Did we get to, how close did we get to an hour? <laughs> uh, we are at 40, 
three minutes, but as I look for the outro music, we could maybe get to an hour. It's going to be, be a long close. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. All right. Thank you, Genevieve. I did nothing, nothing to help produce today's show. That's all right. I've, this is a, a topic I've been wanting to talk about for a while because I keep seeing this trope get used. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of hacky. I just think sometimes it can still work well because it's, it's a funny joke. Yeah. Somebody write a commercial for After These Messages that is filthy. Yes, that is just that sounds filthy. With, no, actually, don't do that. I'd be too shy to read it on the show. <laughs> I wouldn't. So if you send it in, I'll read it. Um, yes, thanks to everybody on the Ad Council. Uh, thanks for the great conversations that are happening on the Facebook group. Um, you can get, you can come find us at the Facebook group. Come you find can, me. Come find me. You can email us at After These Messages Show at Gmail. Or you can call us at 607-444-5597. That's 607-444-5597. I should have checked that today. Did you check the line? I actually didn't. So. Oh, we might have some voicemails. Okay. If Wait not, till next week. Leave some more and we'll have a whole voicemail frenzy next week. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Once again, back again with the caravan of Manzas from Pakistan. Karachi Posse Zaki's poppy. Uh, Red Octagons couldn't stop me. I burn headband. My eyes all droopy.